What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Prime Sports World. And this is about the time of the year, ladies and gentlemen, that we are bringing you college basketball madness. And there was no countdown to this. Did you want to know something? This is my intro music here. But we got a lot to talk about on the show. But before we start with the show, go ahead and please like and subscribe share please like share and subscribe to the podcast crime sports world on facebook youtube twitter and twitch and in case you miss us as we go live you can catch us on all streaming platforms where podcasts are heard and that is apple Podcasts, samsung samsung podcast amazon music iHeartRadio and Spotify. Prime Sports World has you covered around the clock, 365 days a year, 24 7. Bringing the heat, ladies and gentlemen. But man, what a time. We're mid season here. College basketball starting to wrap it up. Got some interesting topics to talk about here today or tonight. Um, one of them, you know, I, you know, I, w- I want to say this. You know, we'll go over the awards list, go over the rankings. Just put your seatbelt on, cause enjoy the ride. But it's this exciting time of the year, cause we got one more month of regular season basketball, then we start postseason. And I'm pretty sure you guys are already eager to fill out those brackets. Um, we'll be bringing some bracketology to you some here down the line here, but tonight we'll just, uh, you know, kind of keep it simple for you guys here on college basketball, Mavis. I know that, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of um, late bringing it mid, mid-season. mid You know, wanted to wait till college football was kind of done, dust settled. We'll be coming back to college football showdown, by the way, um, here with a, um, another extensive off-season preview with my main man, Christian Simpson, from the Daily Blitz Stop Blogging Monday Evening Quarterback. And if you miss it, you better catch it. Anyways, shout out to my main man, Christian Simpson, out there, buddy. And if uh, my main man and my other main man, Matt James, is watching, uh, holla at you too, my, my, my boy. Arizona State's still not that good in my book, and I was funny. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah. This is, you know, an incredible season. I mean, 
when you look at the top three teams, uh, you know, this year, uh, you know, Purdue, Alabama, um, K State's in there, Houston, Houston's uh, in the top three. They're ranked number three. Kelvin Simpson has that one's playing great. Uh, I know there was some controversy early in the season. Chris Beard, domestic violence dispute, uh, you know, in his home. He's let go at Texas. Um, don't want to touch on that. That's old news. Um, we don't want to bring up the past here. Um, but, you know, Texas still in the top 25. Still contender here. Um, coming down to March Madness. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hope you enjoy the show. Because I am enjoying bringing it to you. Um, but anyways. Um, have a few topics here on the menu first topic of the day and i kind of hate to bring this and be the bearer of bad news but i just want to um send out my condolences to um the legendary final four broadcaster billy packer everybody knows who billy packer is he's been a staple of march madison ncaa tournament for 30 plus years now um he passed away um tragically um at the age of 82 um uh, yes, uh, today, um, so um, or you know Thursday night. Today's Friday, um, so yes, last night um, he passed away, um, and so uh, you know he you know survived by Mark and Brent, who are his two sons. Uh, oh, you know he has you know more than that, but I mean, him, Mark and Brent announced that he you know passed away on Twitter on Thursday night. But Billy, Billy Packer, um, you know he uh, you know was going through some recent medical issues uh, recently, but. Uh, he was the lead college basketball analyst. Everybody knows who Billy Packer is for 34 straight final fours. Um, he is a legend. He will be missed. He will be missed. Uh, he was, uh, uh, you know, a head coach before he was an analyst. He spent 16 seasons as the head coach at Lehigh. Um, he was a um, he he was all ACC in 1961, 1962 uh, at Wake Forest. Um, helped the Demon Deacons to three ACC regular season titles in their first Final Four appearance in 1962 uh, when Billy Packer was named to the all-region team. Um, yeah, he will be missed. Uh, there was a nice solid tweet out here from Dick Vitale. Um, I'll go ahead and read it. It says, so sad to learn of the passing of Billy Packer, who had such a passion for college basketball, uh, my prayers go out to Billy's son, Mark Packer, and the entire Packer family. Always had great respect for Billy and his partners, Dick Emberg and Al McGuire. They were super. May Billy rest in peace. Um, Fran Fraschilla also said, uh, we fell in love with college basketball. Because of you, your voice will remain in my head forever. Uh, North Carolina basketball released a statement praising Billy Packer, constant presence as quote constant present as part of rich history of ACC and college basketball, as we all know, he's an ACC legend. Um, yeah, and Billy Packer uh, will be missed. Um, uh, you know, the school also went on to say, uh, from Phil Ford's MVP to Michael Jordan's shot to Sean Maid's heroics in St. Louis, he called many of our greatest moments and was on the national TV call for three of UNC's NCAA titles. Condolences to Mark and the entire Packer family and his family and friends and broadcast colleagues. Um, he will definitely uh, be missed. Um, you know, Packer uh, stepped away as a, the main analyst in, uh, you know, in 2008 and was replaced by Clark Kellogg in 2000, uh, in 2008. Um, you know, so he, he was only, you know, doing the NCAA tournament um, you know, since then he wasn't, you know, doing regular Saturday games. Um, but uh he would definitely be missed. He will definitely be missed um there on the sidelines. Um, so um Billy Packer definitely left the legacy uh here on a lot of people. Um and uh yeah, you know, uh, he will be missed and there won't be another like Billy Packer uh here when it comes to the uh NCAA tournament and college basketball. Uh, moving on to the McDonald's All-American list. That was revealed. They had some controversy. It was led by 
Um, you know, Bronnie James, uh, you know, LeBron James's son who plays for Sierra Can for Sierra Canyon. Um, yeah, uh, you know, you know, that that was uh you know interesting. I mean, you know, Bronnie James has become um let me just say this. He's become one of the best two-way guards, you know, defensive guards in the nation. Um when it comes to you know, you know, when it comes to the high school level. Um now there were some guys that I, I was highly critical. I said, man, where I said, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, I said, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, wait a minute, Mikey Williams ain't on this list. A lot of people kind of came at me and said, Hey, Michael Williams isn't that good anymore. Michael Williams isn't that good anymore, whatever the case is. But Mikey Williams is ranked higher than Bronny James, ranked higher. Uh, in the state of California, nationally, um, so you know, I'm surprised he didn't make the McDonald's All American team. I'm pretty sure he'll make the the Jordan Brand uh, game, uh, but still, some some good players here. Uh, pulling up the list uh, right now here for the McDonald's All American team uh, on the East squad, uh, and I'll start with the East squad because Bronny's on the West squad. Um, we have uh, Cathedral Indiana, Xavier Booker. Uh, Aaron Bradshaw, Camden, New Jersey. Bel Air, Kansas. Matthias Bucellis, Covington, Georgia. Stephen Castle, Emotep um, High School, uh, uh, small forward, Justin Edwards. Mount Verde Academy, who's always been a staple. Uh, Power for Kwame Evans Jr., uh, Prolific Prep. We all know about Prolific Prep. Uh, Aiden Holloway, South Kent Academy. Uh, L. Marco Jackson, point guard. Uh, Roselle Catholic in New Jersey, power forward, Mackenzie Mbako, um, Mount Verde Academy from Florida, uh, power forward, Shantzer. So they got two guys there on the East squad. Uh, Camden, New Jersey's point guard, DJ Wagner, one of the best players in the nation there. Uh, well, all these guys are, are like cream of the crop, but DJ Wagner's, you know, probably potential lottery pick uh, coming up next year. Perry, Arizona's South, uh, small forward, Cody Williams. Um, uh, that uh, you know rounds out the East squad, and then the West squad, led by Mr. Bronny James himself, combo guard. Really not a point guard. Really, you know, is a shooting can play both one and the two. Um, he's you know six three. He's still got a lot of growing to do. I think he can grow at least another couple inches before you know he gets to the pros. I think he'll be you know six four, you know six five ish. But I think you know six three, six four. He's a good combo guard. He can really shoot the three. Um, you know, he's one of the best defensive guards in the nation, like I said, real athletic, stunting like his daddy, like as me and uh Christian always love to say. Um, so yeah, Bronny James leading the West, you know, on name alone. Um, uh, but uh, you know, what we'll go down the rest of the list. Waukee senior Iowa from Iowa, power forward Omaha Billu, uh Wheeler High School, Georgia, point guard Isaiah Collier, another good point guard there. Uh, shout out to the point guards, man. Cigar-driven, uh, you know, league, positionless basketball. Um, Isaiah Collier, one of the best point guards in the nation. Um, Compass Compass Prep Arizona, uh, High School, um, Arizona, out of Arizona, small forward, Bookie Cook, Accelerated Prep, Bay Hall, Joliet West, Illinois, point guard, Jeremy Fears. Yes, Jeremy Fears. I believe he, um, he, uh, um, uh, transferred after his after like uncertainty uh i think he went to indiana i forget, I forget which um prep school he went to uh, i'm not, not sure if it was lalamure or or whatever the case is but he came back to joliet west jerry fear is one of the best point guards in the nation uh so watch out for him dell city oklahoma center brandon garrison duncanville high school texas power for ron holland uh, Centennial High School, California, combo guard Jared McCain, another good uh, uh, combo guard there. North Laurel uh, out of Kent, uh, Kentucky, uh, combo guard Reed Shepard. West has a lot of combo guards here. Uh, Jesuit, California, one of the best players in the nation here. Former uh, NBA player son here, Andre Stoyakovic. Andre Stoyakovic. Stunned like his daddy. Another one stunned like his daddy. Has a lot of game. Uh, there, um, Link Academies, uh, Texas, Jacoby, uh, shooting guard, Jacoby Watchers, and that wraps up uh, the West for the uh, McDonald's All-Americans. So shout out to the McDonald's All-Americans this year, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out uh, to all the guys that, all the young men that made the McDonald's All-American. 
your future is bright, ladies and uh, um, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, because we don't we don't have the list for McDonald's all making girls. We have the one for the boys here. Um, but yeah, shout out to all the girls that made the McDonald's all American team as well. Um, and, uh, you guys have a bright future, um, ahead of you, um, you know, coming up, uh, next headline and the last headline, um, and we'll get to them too, as well, as we kind of revealing the rest of the show here, um, Kansas, um, for the first time in Bill's, no, for the fourth time, I'm sorry, in Bill Self's, um, career, uh, you know, as a Kansas Jayhawk head coach, the Kansas Jayhawks dropped have dropped four in a row um, under self. And, you know, that's that's pretty big. I, I think I think they're, um, you know, Kansas is pretty much like right now, they are, you know, in a dire uh, need right now. Or no, they dropped three in a row. I, I got them four in a row. I got to fix that. It's three in a row. Uh, I put four in a row because I think they're going to lose to Kentucky this week. <laughs> so I'm jumping the gun. I'm jumping the gun, ladies and gentlemen. I'm jumping the gun. They've lost three in a row. Um, their most recent loss, I believe, was to K-State. Who jumped eight spots in the rankings, by the way. A great team in K-State uh down there in Manhattan. But uh yeah, Kansas is definitely in win mode this weekend as they go against Kentucky. They have to win, you know, they've dropped seven slots. They were the number two team in the nation. Um, yeah, Kansas has to win one this uh this week against Kentucky. Big, big game for them. Uh Bill Self knows this. He said that uh um you know Bill Self is basically you know, saying that they have a sense of urgency. It's urgent that they have to win this week um, to, to, to end the skid um, because, yeah, Kansas is free-falling in the rankings. If they lose another one, uh, we don't know where they will go. Um, so it's very unlike, uh, un-Kansas-like down there in Lawrence. But uh, Bill Self definitely, uh, you know, has these guys focused this week against a big matchup um, against Kentucky. Uh, and then moving forward, that's a perfect segue. Moving forward into the top 25, baby. The top 25 rankings um, in college basketball. Uh, number one, the Purdue Boilermakers. Um, yes, led by the current National Player of the Year leader, uh, but it's very close, very close. Um, you know, uh, Zach Eady. Uh, Purdue uh, plays great defense. We know, you know, Jaden Ivey just got picked in the top five. Um, not sure. Zach, e- Zach Eady is, 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 is top, um, I believe he's top 10 in blocks, if I'm not mistaken. No, yeah, Zach Eady is, he is averaging 2.2 blocks per game, but he's just offensive skill is just, you know, you know, pr- really good. I mean, from, from seeing him from his freshman year to now, uh, you know, junior year now, uh, you know, Zach, Zach Eady, light and day, night and day. Uh, when it comes to uh, his offensive game, but he's averaging 2.2. He's one of the best defenders in the paint. Um, soft touch, great offensive feel. Um, Zach Eady, great player uh, for the Purdue Boilermakers. And then Alabama, Alabama, um, led by their um, diaper dandy freshman, Brandon Miller, who very well could take over Zach Eady. I mean, this kid is a three level scorer, he's a great defender, smooth. Reminds me a little bit of Rudy Gay, um, a little bit of Joe Johnson in there. He's got Alabama propelled to number two in the nation. We're used to seeing Alabama as a football school. You know, in, the, in recent years, I mean, Nate Oates, I mean, has done a great job there at that program, um, you know, propelling them into the top five, um, it's been top two um, this year. Uh, but Brandon Miller, uh, he has propelled his way. He's, the, he's a ginormous guard, long arms, big body. NBA body already, three-level score, good defense. I mean, he's been turning up lately, um, and he might take over as national player of the year as well as freshman of the year. We'll get to that later. Um, but Brandon Miller is has turned into, I mean, before this year, I mean, you, you got Victor Wimbanyama, Scoot Henderson at top of the draft class, and now we're talking about Brandon Miller as number three guy in, the, in, in most mock drafts uh, right now. I know Eamon Thompson – has something to say about that. Oscar Thompson has something to say about that. But Brandon Miller is is clear number three overall pick. I mean, he's the number three guy in this draft, in my opinion. He's a three-level scorer. He's young. He's only 19, 18, 19 years old. Um, the kid is, you know, phenomenal uh, in the half court. He's shooting 46% from three. He's got great touch. 
uh, a good defender. Um, like I said, he can guard, he can, he can handle the ball. He can play off the ball. Um, he can defend all three positions. I mean, uh, he can even, I've even seen him play some, some four, uh, at times sometime. Um, he's ginormous. Um, you know, and, 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 and when I look at him, when I look at him, like I said, man, he reminds me a lot of like Rudy Gay. He can shoot like Danny Granger. He can play in the post like Rudy Gay. He's got great post moves. Kid's 6'9", 200 pounds. I mean, the kid, he's not done growing. I mean, he's only, what, he's only 18, 19 years old. He can literally score from anywhere on the court. I've seen some games. I mean, he, this kid's phenomenal. He, he can shoot the three at a high clip. Um, You know, he is, he's going to be, a hell of a player at the next level, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, Brandon Miller has the Alabama Crimson Tide um uh there at number three, uh in number two. Number three, Houston talked about them. You know, Calvin Sanson has that team uh always, you know, in the top 10 since he's been there. And number four, Tennessee, number five, uh K-State, uh just coming off their win. They, they just K-State I think they um, in the last couple of weeks, they've beaten four ranked teams. I mean, the Big 12 is stacked as always, right? Big 12 is stacked um, as always. So, you know, K-State moved up in the rankings. Number six, Arizona. Number seven, Virginia. Number eight, UCLA, Tiger Campbell, um, Jaime Jaquez uh, on that team. Number nine, Kansas. Uh, running out the top 10, uh, Texas, even with uh, Chris Beard, um, you know, kind of being let go, um, you know, still uh, – top 10 team uh, there in the nation um, rounding out the top uh, and then finishing out the um, top 25 here outside of the top 10 TCU number 12, Iowa state 13, Xavier 14, Gonzaga drew Timmy and those guys uh, Gonzaga kind of fell off. They started off in the top uh, three, if I'm not mistaken, but they got some, a couple tough losses there uh, in the season. Um, so, uh, but Gonzaga is always a player in the national, um, in the NCAA tournament. So watch out for them. Number 15, Auburn, 16, Marquette, 17, Baylor, 18, Charleston, man, shout out to Charleston. Um, this team, you know, you know, was unranked in the last rankings. Um, I, you know, I brought up Iowa state, Iowa state was also unranked. They actually beat Kansas state a couple weeks ago, uh, by 14. Um, but yeah, Charleston 21 and one. Uh, this is a team that uh, you know that, that that can shock some folks uh, here uh, coming down the stretch. Uh, the Charleston Cougars, um, yeah, this is a team that you know they 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 won twenty straight, um, and you know, like I said, uh, they're you know number one in the Colonial. Um, you know, their only loss was to North Carolina. Wow, number one North Carolina, one hundred two to eighty six. Ever since they lost that game, they've reeled off twenty in a row. Uh, this is a team. Uh, that you know they're 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 top uh, you know they they're guard heavy lineup just like a lot of smaller teams in a colonial um, guard heavy lineup um, led by Dalton Bolin um, you know shooting you know thirty two percent from three um, but you know this guy this guy you know you know like I said man these guys are crafty um, it, you know and they play real cohesive they run out of four guard lineup um, at you know most times uh, you know with you know some longer you know wing forwards but yeah shout out to the charleston cougars making the top 25 reeling off uh 20 straight i think they have a big they have a really big game coming up here against Hofstra this weekend uh watch out for that game maybe put that on your parlay that might be an upset here i don't know we'll see ladies and gentlemen we will see um at number 19 we got yukon um the huskies here of UConn at number 20, we've got Miami 21, Florida Atlantic, number 22, St. Mary's led by their own diaper dandy, St. Mary's, the Gales. Usually this is usually the Gales are usually a, you know, veteran laden team. Um, but you know, the Gales, you know, are, have their own, um, uh, a, a freshman that, you know, leads, uh, their program, pull up his name. Yeah. I, uh, it's names mistaken me here. Um, Sorry about that, guys. But yeah, no, they um, yeah, no. So looking at um, looking at the top twenty-five, um, yeah, no, St. Mary's, yeah, they're led by their own freshman here. Um, um, and you know they, that team's always the veteran-related team. We always, you know, knew about them from you know the Patty Mills, 
um, era um, and, and, and things of that nature. But uh, yeah, St. Mary's is definitely a player in the uh, top 25 uh, here. Um, and, you know, yeah, no, I, you know, obviously, you know, I, I think that, you know, that's teams, you know, always, you know, right there next to um, Gonzaga. They're always like the number two team. Um, Aiden Mahaney, that's his name. <laughs> Um, haven't really seen a lot of late night basketball on St. Mary's. So sorry if I'm kind of late on this, but just doing some research on this kid. I mean, I watched a couple highlights of this guy, 15 points per game, two and a half rebounds per game, 1.9 assists per game, shooting 43% from three. Um, yeah, the baby face assassin, Aiden Mahaney, uh, leading the gales of St. Mary's as a true freshman. Um, yeah, this kid is, this kid is the real deal for them. Um, and he should, he should definitely be, um, a threat moving forward in this college. Do I expect him to be in an NBA mock draft? Uh, do I expect him to be in the NBA draft next year? No, but do I expect him to continue to build? Uh, do I expect him to possibly lead the nation in scoring one day? Absolutely. I think this kid can lead the nation in scoring it probably by next year or his junior year. Right now, he's averaging 15 points per game. He's still learning the college game, 43%, percent uh, from three. I think he raises that in the next couple of years. I think he could, this kid, I'm going to go on a bold, bold take. I'm going to say this kid can lead the nation in scoring one day. Aiden Mahaney uh, can do it from a little bit of everywhere. So that's a guy to watch out for. Uh, at number 23, we got Providence. Number 24, Clemson. And number 25, New Mexico, who right now is in a tough battle. With Air Force, I'm not sure what that, uh, how that game's looking right now. I believe New Mexico had the lead in the second half. Yep, they're up by eight, kind of closing the game out. Air Force gave them a little bit, uh, a little bit more than they can handle, 70 to 78. Uh, but yeah, New Mexico's uh, playing great uh, basketball um, this season as well. Um, so uh, yeah, shout out to uh, everybody in the top 25. Um, and definitely shout out to the guys that were unranked, um, you know, previously in making it in the top 25, um, in the AP top 25. So uh, shout out. And those are some, you know, teams to watch out for as well um, coming down the stretch here um, when you're looking at uh, March Madness um, and everything like that. Um, moving forward to our prime. This is like one of my favorite, uh, you, know, top, you know, subjects, uh, you know, of the podcast of these college basketball shows, favorite segments are 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 games to watch. Oh, I'm moving along a little bit fast. Our games to watch from Prime Sports World. I come out with like five games to watch for the weekend, and then I come up with some upsets that you guys can put on your betting slips this week. Number one game to watch. Well, number one on this slate. I don't think it's the number one game to watch. But early in the slate tomorrow, we have a good slate tomorrow, NBA and college basketball games. So you guys are going to be covered before we have championship weekend on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. But number 12, Iowa State uh, going up, uh, going into Mizzou. That is going to be a tough game right there for Iowa State. Um, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, Iowa State comes out. We'll see here uh, as we kind of get into this segment here. Um Cincinnati going up against number three, Houston. That's another game to watch here uh, this weekend. Um, Arkansas versus number going into number 17, Baylor this weekend. Number 10, Texas uh, going into number four, Tennessee. I think this is the game of the week, in my opinion. Um, both teams in the top 10. This is going to be a hell of a game. Um, uh, you know, when I look at it, uh, I think both teams – um, you know, are really strong at the wing positions um, here. Um, you know, both teams um, can really bring it. Uh, so, you know, you definitely want to, you know, keep an eye out for that game. Um, and I'll kind of go over uh, a little bit of what that game entails here. Um, Yeah, you go over this a little bit here. Um, yeah, so no, I, you know, totally, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I think that, um, you know, Texas, Tennessee um, definitely are, you know, teams to watch out for when it comes to, um, you know, the tournament um, or what have you. Um, but I do think that this game is going to be 
um, a hell of a, a hell of a game here uh, coming up. Our next game, um, and I think that you know more important games here. I, I kind of brought it up. Is number nine Kansas going into Kentucky? I think that's going to be a hell of a game here um, as we you know round everything down. Uh, you know for 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 Saturday basketball. Um, for Saturday basketball. Um, and when, you know, and when I look at, you know, both of these teams, I think both of these teams, very talented, obviously John Calipari always has some of the best freshmen, um, you know, going into Kentucky, Kentucky's led by Oscar Tashibwe, one of the, uh, you know, the reigning national player of the year. And, um, you know, uh, you know, one of the, you know, best defend defensive players in the nation, right. He's on the defensive player of the year. Watch list. Um, Oscar Tashibwe, um, you know, if you know, he's not probably not going to win uh, national player of the year, uh, but he's definitely, um, you know, right there to win DPOY. Um, not sure if he gets it, but you know, it's got to be in consideration, uh, in my opinion. Um, going over to Texas, Tennessee, though, um, you know, this is a game, man. I mean, you know, I think it's going to be a close one here. I mean, uh, they got Tennessee winning uh, this game, uh, you know. They're the favorite, um, six-point favorite here uh, on the on the spread. Um, but this is a Texas team that's really talented. Um, you know, you know, I really think you know. Ever since like Chris Baird was fired, I think they they kind of been turning on. But they're led by their senior leader in Marcus Carr, um, 165, um, You know, seventeen point six points per game, uh, four point three assists. Too. He's the, he's their leader of this team. Um, you know, I I. I I think this is going to be a very close game, closer than the six points. Um, it could come down uh, to the wire here, uh, but watch out for this game. Uh, you know, I think you know both teams, um, you know, can really get after it defensively. Um, they're in Tennessee's, you know, led by one of the best, def- you know, the best defensive guards and 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 um, uh, and Zach Ziegler uh, here as well. Uh, so you know, he's one of the nation leaders in in steals. Uh, you know, he's on the DPOY list as well. So interesting to see, um, you know, who, who he matches up with. I, I, I you know, assume uh, Zakai, Zakai Ziegler, I call him Zach, but Zakai Ziegler, true sophomore, uh, you know, one of the, you know, better defenders, real pesky defender, one of the lead leaguers in, in steals at 2.3 steals per game. Last year is at 1.7. Um, but this guy's the gritty guard. He'll be all over Marcus Carr, um, you know, in this game. Um, he's a guy that can play the passing lanes a lot. Um, so I expect Zakai Ziegler to have his, um, you know, fingerprints all over this uh, basketball game here uh, tomorrow. And then when I look at the um, Kentucky-Kansas game, um, like I said, this is, you know, very urgent for Kansas here um, when it comes to um, – when it, when it comes to uh, – uh, when it comes to the season, I mean, they've dropped three in a row. Um, you know, we obviously want to see, we obviously want to see Kansas. I mean, they're in the top 10 still, but uh, this is, you know, you know, one of the games in which, you know, Kansas, you know, needs, I mean, this is a tough game uh, going into Kentucky. Um, you know, a lot, you know, Kentucky, I think is the favorite uh, and it's in Kentucky. So it's an SEC big 12 challenge game. Uh, it's in Lexington and Kentucky is a three point favorite. Uh, in this uh, basketball game. Um, yeah, uh, I, you know, I honestly, obviously think, you know, led by, uh, you know, Oscar Tachibwe, uh, you know, from, from Kentucky. Uh, when I look at uh, uh, KU, uh, you know, they lost to K-State, lost to TCU, lost to Baylor, all three ranked teams in the Big 12. Um, they lost a tough, I mean, they, they got slaughtered by, K- by TCU, uh, by 23 points. Uh, but when I look at the uh, Kansas, you know, led by Jalen Wilson, uh, he's going to have to have a big game. Uh, obviously, he's going against, you know, one of the best defenders in the nation in Oscar Tashibwe. Uh, but, you know, if they, if, if, if Kansas wants to, you know, win this basketball game, they are going to, you know, have to go through Jalen Wilson. Uh, he's averaging 21.4 points per game, eight rebounds a game. Um, you know, uh, you know, steal. I, you know, I, th- I, th- I do think that, you know, when I look at, when I look at both teams, I think Kentucky a little bit more athletic in my opinion. Um, but Kansas just hasn't been playing 
um, well as of late. I mean, just you know, like I said, they dropped three straight. Kentucky has won four straight, so they're they're ever since that loss to South Carolina, close three point loss. Kentucky has been just on a roll um, of late. So um, definitely a team that uh, you know you got to watch out for um, here as it comes down to it. Um, but yeah, moving forward to our my upsets of the weekend. This is what I'll put on the slate for you guys. I got Missouri over Iowa State. Do think Missouri can beat Iowa State? Um, you know, at home. I got Arkansas um, over number 17, Baylor. They have their own freshman. Um, Arkansas has their own freshman that, uh, that 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 leads them as well. Very slick score um, in Nick Smith uh, as well. Um, uh, but, like, I mean, not, 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 not Nick Smith, but uh, Anthony Black. Sorry about that. Anthony Black, uh, point guard, 6'7", point guard, uh, big wing, great handles, lead passing skills. Um, he's actually – um, he's actually, uh, you know, you know, propelled Arkansas, um, you know, this, this season, uh, he's actually been one of the bright spots for them, uh, this season. So, um, yeah, I, you know, but I still got Missouri, Mizzou winning that basketball game, um, at home. I put that on the slate, um, here. Um, let me see what the spread is on that game here. Look at it here. One second. I'll look at the slate. And sorry if I have any pauses here. I got some technical difficulties with um, some lag here. Um, believe Missouri. I believe Missouri's the six-point dog. Whatever the case is, let's look at that here. Pull that up. Yeah. So Missouri, yeah, so Missouri's a one-and-a-half point underdog <laughs> in this game. I said six points. One-and-a-half point underdog against Iowa State. Um, yeah, Missouri's 11-2 and two at home. Iowa State's 2-3 and three on the road. I expect Missouri to win that game. I'd put that – I'd actually take the points on that if I were you guys uh, for Mizzou. Um, so, yeah, I'd actually take the points uh, for Mizzou – on that game. Um, and then I have Hofstra uh, over 18 Charleston. I, you know, I just don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I think Hofstra, I think Charleston is, is definitely the favorite in this game. I think they're playing at home, uh, but I just, you know, you know, Hofstra's, you know, been playing, you know, I just kind of throwing it out there, right? It's Hofstra beating Charleston, you know, every time a team comes into the, and I know Charleston's 120 straight. And they gave North Carolina in the second game of the season, all they can get. But you know, I, 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 you know, I'm just gonna throw it out there, Hofstra. A little bit of magic. So one of those, you know, like if you've been watching college basketball, a college football uh, showdown uh, all season, um, you know that I throw those just kind of out of the park, you know, upsets in there to kind of put in the parlay. Hofstra's one of them. I think they get it done against Charleston, and then Washington over number six Arizona. Um, Arizona, I believe, has to go into Seattle um, to play. Um, the Washington Huskies, and if I'm not mistaken, let me look at the uh, line here uh, for Washington. Mm. Washington is, one second here. The line is nine and a half for Arizona. But Washington's 10 and four at home. Arizona's three and two on the road. Um, so, you know, I, I, I like Washington. I like Washington to, you know, nine and a half points. You know, I take the points on that. I take the points for Washington on that. You know, if, you know, if they're spotting you 10 points, you know, nine, nine points for Washington, you know, I'll, I'll take that all day. I'll, I'll take that all day for Washington. You know, this is a tough team. Um, it's a tough team. I, you know, I know that, uh, you know, Arizona's a, a really deep team. Uh, you know, they have like all the international players in the world on that team, but this is a team, uh, for Washington led by Keon Brooks. 
uh, 17 points per game, seven rebounds. Tough nose, tough nose kid from Fort Wayne, Indiana. He's their senior leader. Big wing. Um, can really defend. Can really get after it. Averaging two steals. Um, averaging two steals a game. If I'm not mistaken, no, he's averaging a steal, almost a steal a game. But against Arizona, but against Arizona, in one game played, uh, he had two steals. He had 16, nine, an assist, and two and two steals, I believe, in Arizona this year. So, you know, the Keon, Keon Brooks, definitely a guy uh, to watch out for in this game. He's definitely improved vastly uh, from last year, um, you know, for Washington, for the Washington Huskies. Uh, and then, you know, on the other side, I, you know, like I said, I, you know, mentioned it about Arizona. Uh, super deep team uh, here. Um, I'm pulling up Arizona's uh, – pulling up Arizona's uh, – uh, schedule right here just to see who they um have beaten here in the last five um beating washington state ucla in a close one uh at home 58 52 beat sc 81 86 lost in oregon 87 68 i remember that game they got shot out the gym in that game then went into corvallis uh and you know beat the oregon state beavers 86 74 about a couple weeks ago here um, but yeah, no, this is a team, this is the Arizona team, very deep, um, you know, big across the board, um, you know, very, um, uh, uh disciplined, uh, Azulas Tubelas, uh, is their leader here, 19 points per game, nine rebounds, uh, you know, from Lithuania, 6'11", 245, um, you know, 19.8 points per game, 9.6 rebounds, two assists, shooting 55% from the field. Um, you know, this is a guy, you know, shooting 45% from three. He's a stretch, he's a stretch, uh, he's a stretch forward uh for them. So, you know, Arizona's, you know, definitely definitely has um a, a very good team, top 10 team in the nation. Um, but I'm going to win and I'm gonna take Washington uh to win this basketball game uh for them. So shout out to the Huskies. Hopefully they prove me right. Um, or maybe Arizona proves me wrong, anyways. Moving on to our awards list here for Kyle's Basketball Madness. Um, when I look at the midseason awards, I mentioned it earlier. You know, when we talk about the Naismith uh, Player of the Year, Zach Eady uh, from Purdue. Um, you have, um, uh, you have uh, 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 the young kid, uh, Brandon Miller from Alabama, uh, playing you know some great basketball. Jarris Walker from Houston. Um, Anthony Black's another, you know, good freshman. I don't know if he'd be national player of the year, but you know, when I look at like the top three, you know, I go Oscar to where I go Zach Eady, I go, you know, I go, um, you know, I go, uh, uh, um, you know, you know, Brandon Miller, um, you know, I think all of those guys are, um, you know, national player of the year, uh, candidates. Um, definitely. I do think when I look at the mid season though, I'm still going to go, I'm still going to go with, um, Zach Eady uh, from Purdue um, as a national player of the year uh, so far, uh, but it's very close. Very, 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 very close. Uh, when I look at the freshman of the year, uh, Brandon Miller from Alabama, and I don't even know if it's that close, to be honest with you. Brandon Miller from Alabama is the number one freshman in the nation. Kind of mentioned them um, earlier uh, in the show. Uh, but there's other freshmen as well that are really good. Keontae George from Baylor, uh, Bryce Sensabaugh from Ohio State, who's an excellent scorer as well. Doesn't play much defense. Um, Kyle Flipowski, um, let's call him Flip uh, from Duke. This kid is a shooter. Uh, it's a good defender. Uh, very tough. Um, you also have you know Derek Lively. Um, you know, you know he's he's a guy. Um, you know he's he hasn't really lived up to the hype uh, that we thought he would, um, you know, but the, the one thing about Keontae George, you know, shooting 34% from three, it's kind of not where I want to see him. He's averaging 16.9. He's a great slasher. He's very athletic combo guard. Bryce Sensabaugh, big body, um, big body forward, um, can score anywhere. Um, you know, he's a good spot up shooter, 46.7% from three. Um, he can get it inside the arc. A, he he kind of reminds me a little bit of a, kind of a Jared's, a smaller version of a Jared Sullinger in a way. Um, the only thing is his defensive side, when I look at Bryce Sensabaugh, you know, gets into foul trouble, 
a little bit a lot. Uh, got Kassan Wallace from Kentucky. He's one of those freshmen that will be playing tomorrow. So watch him. Watch out for him against. Uh, uh, watch out for him against Kansas. Uh, but Kassan Wallace is definitely a guy um, in consideration for freshman of the year. Uh, another guy, another you know, kid from Kansas, Grady Dick. Uh, kids shooting 43% from the field, 14.9 points per game, five rebounds, 1.8, um, you know, points, uh, 1.8 assists, uh, 1.6 steals per game. One of the league leaders in the Big 12 as a freshman. Greg Dick has been uh, real fun to watch with Jalen Wilson uh, there at uh, in Lawrence. And then uh, Donovan Klingen from Kentucky, uh, from uh, Connecticut, uh, from UConn, is another guy averaging eight points per game, six rebounds, two blocks, big body guy really um, guard the paints, one of the best defenders in the nation. Uh, Braden Smith, um, you know, another guy next to Zach Eady, nine points per game, four assists, been a great um, floor general for them, four shooting 44% from three. He's one of the top freshmen uh, in the nation. Mentioned Anthony Black from Arkansas. He's been pretty good. Aiden Mahaney mentioned him as well. Um, Jarris Walker mentioned him from Houston. He's another guy. Cam Whitmore, who is a potential lottery pick, um, in the next year's draft, um, and, you know, some say he might be the first college player selected in the NBA draft. Not sure about that with the way Brandon Miller's playing, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, but you know, this kid, he can shoot. He's a three and D kid. He can shoot it lights out when he wants to. Um, you know, he, he's, you know, Cam Whitmore is a guy, uh, to watch out for um, as college freshman. But if I had to give my college freshman of the year award, I got to give it to my main man, uh, Brandon Miller from the Alabama Crimson Tide. And then looking at the defensive player of the year award, usually this award goes to, you know, last year Walker Kessler won it. He led the league in blocks. Usually this award goes to that guy, right? Usually this award goes to that guy. Um, and so that guy this year is Jamarian Sharp from Western Kentucky, averaging 4.2 blocks per game. He has 84 blocks on a season. Let me tell you guys, the next closest guy has 21 less blocks than him, and that's Colin Castleton from Florida. Uh, another guy that we got to mention out for, and he this was a kid that was up for um, uh, Player of the Year uh, award as well, Trace Jackson Davis out of Indiana. Uh, averaging 3.2 blocks per game. Obviously, I mentioned um, uh, uh, Oscar Tashibwe. Um, you got Leaky Black from uh, North Carolina. Um, you got um, uh, you know the kid from Tennessee that I mentioned as well. Uh, let me just look at who leads the league in steals. Uh, who leads um, uh, leads the nation in steals? You got Kellen Tynes. Uh, you know, usually when you look at these guys from like the smaller schools, you kind of like kind of give him a side eye away, but like Jalen Clark from UCLA is another guy. He's, you know, 2.7 steals per game. Uh, Jalen House, who's New Mexico's leader, points points scored per game as well. You know, like he's one of, you know, one of their better scorers. He's also one of their better defenders. He's tied with 2.7. Demoy Hodge, another kid from Mizzou, uh, 2.5 steals a game. Kevin McCuller from Kansas, another great perimeter defender for them, two and a half steals per game. Um, so yeah, when I look at when I look at and then Marquis Marcus Noel uh, from K State, he's one of their leaders, two point four steals per game. Uh, so when I look at this award, though, I am I'm not going to give it to any of those guards, but I am going to give it to Jamarian Smart from Western Kentucky. When you are that good of a rim protector in college basketball, and you have that much of a lead, same thing with Walker Kessler. I think he like broke a record last year. I can't remember. I'll bring it up next week. Not looking at it right now. But Jamarion Sharp is a guy, is a rim protector, um, and this usually goes out to the guy who you know pretty much is leading um, the league in blocks or steals or whatever the case is. Uh, but Jamarion Sharp is definitely. Um, uh, my defensive player of the year for the midseason awards. And when I look at the coach of the year award, uh, I have to give this to Matt Painter uh, from Purdue. He's um, got the number one team in the nation, uh, you know, by far. Uh, but Alabama's a really close second. Um, I think Matt Painter is definitely well in consideration for this award. But I, you know, I, I want to give a shout out to Nate Oates, right? You know, that team has um, really been dealing with. A lot of, you know, for being a number two team in the nation, a lot of drama 
um, um, and um, uh, controversy surrounded them, especially with their, you know, bench player Darius Miles uh, being charged with um, a capital murder of, of shooting um, a young lady there on Alabama's campus. Nate Oates went as far as to say, our team is grieving, quote unquote, um, grieving right now because, you know, of the situation. Uh, and for them to be the number two team in the nation, still play at the high level. He has a top freshman, probably national player of the year. Nate Oates is definitely a close second um, for um, Kyle's uh, coach of the year. But I'm uh, going to have to give it to Matt Painter. So far, midseason Warriors has the number one team in the nation. Uh, Matt Painter, coach of the year uh, from Purdue. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap for College Basketball Madness. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll come here every Friday night bringing you the most up-to-date college basketball content um, uh, near you. But before you guys end and leave the show, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And if you uh, want to catch the show, you can catch it on Twitter, on David's Twitter, uh, my Twitter. And also, if you miss us, um, by any chance going live, you can hear us on all uh, streaming platforms where podcasts can be heard. It's Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys don't want to miss that up-to-date content going live basically every day of the week um, here. Prime Sports World bringing the heat 24-7, 365 days out the year. And I'm going to kind of give a preview for tomorrow's show with David on Point Huffman, your regular host of Prime Sports World. He will be coming here bringing you the Royal Rumble preview uh, for the, for tomorrow. So you guys do not, do not, do not want to miss that uh, for tomorrow. So David will be bringing that heat here. Uh, for the Royal Rumble. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a blast bringing Kyle's Basketball Madness back to you. Um, I will probably be coming back here with Matt James and Christian Simpson sometime here in the future year uh, as it comes down you know, to the conference championships um, and conference tournaments and NCAA tournament and maybe do some bracketology um, you know, coming up. But you guys don't want to miss this content here. I have been Israel Rivera here at Prime Sports World. And ladies and gentlemen, as I I always like to say, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Sayonara, suckers. <laughs>